0: Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Mullins, and here are today's top local stories. 9-11 9-11 responders and survivors still converging on washington once again with a looming shortfall in the world trade center health program it's a financial fight that erupts almost every year and this time advocates say it's really critical saying we're more than two billion dollars short newsman steve burns with the latest it's been more than 20 years and john field says he shouldn't have to do this anymore the 9-11 community is a finite number we're getting smaller every day we literally lose somebody every day and um We want to be left alone. The 9-11 responder turned advocate calls this his last stand, a bill to close a $2 billion funding gap in the World Trade Center health program that could come up as soon as 2028. Enrollment has far exceeded expectations. New York Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, a Democrat, sponsors the bill. Our 9-11 Responder and Survivor Health Funding Correction Act would close the World Trade Center Health Program's funding shortfall. It will make changes to the funding formula so the program keeps pace with the anticipated costs. In the House, the legislation is carried by Republican Long Island Congressman Andrew Garbarino. Steve Burns 1010 wins on 923 FM. Also on the hill today another of George Santos's Republican colleagues saying he hopes the embattled congressman's days in the House are numbered speaking to reporters down in Washington Long Island Congressman Jack uh, excuse me Nick Lalota said Santos is the best friend of Democrats right now because he's given wind to their sales while taking away the GOP's ability to speak about their commitment to America. He also said he looks forward to Santos leaving the House, then took a step further in a follow-up tweet saying the way to correct the Santos situation is either his resignation or his expulsion. There's been no comment today from Santos, but he said in the past he loves his job and will not be going anywhere. Police sharing more information tonight on a Queens jewelry store heist in which a 79-year-old worker was left badly beaten. They say the robbers used a clever ploy to get inside and other businesses need to take heed. It was a carefully planned heist. A male dressed as an Amazon employee left a package at the door which was locked. Chief of Detectives James Essig saying the owner's mother waited until the worker left to get the package, and then two men pounced. They hit her and dragged her around the store as they smashed jewelry cases and stole more than a million dollars in merchandise. Chief of Department Jeff Madry says, We're seeing this being used too much as a ruse to enter into businesses and to victimize our businesses. The police department is making officers available for any business that wants a free security survey. In Flushing, Juliet Papa, 1010 Wins on 92.3 FM. That's pretty sad, and even sadder still, a Queens man under arrest on animal cruelty charges and the alleged beating death of his own puppy. Queens DA Melinda Cass says Paul Verite had uh, brought Epsy, that's the name of the Boston Terrier, to the vet several times over a three-month period last year. <clears throat> says each time for treatment of a different injury. And by the final visit, Epsy was so badly injured and suffering, the vet decided the best course of action was to put her down. Kat says Verite was arrested after a follow-up investigation, finding the dog was the victim of multiple blunt force trauma injuries. If convicted, he could get as much as two years behind bars. A city council committee taking a closer look at the air quality for folks who live at city housing authority properties and ways to improve it. NYCHA's chief compliance officer, Brad Greenberg, read a long statement explaining what the agency is doing to combat problems like mold. Over the past two years, we replaced 6,188 roof fans across the authority. Ensuring that roof fans are functioning properly provides better ventilation for residents. But Brooklyn Councilman Charles Barron was having none of it. When I hear these reports, it doesn't match the reality. And on it went. Don't tell people, quickly talk over it like, I've been to Boulevard, I've been to Penworth, and Uh, they're doing all right. No, that's not true. I, I agree with you that there's definitely a lot more work to do. The councilman also criticized NYCHA for not having any black witnesses, suggesting they couldn't find any who agree with them. Roger Stern, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM. Also tonight, a $2,500 reward now offered for information. Leading to the arrest of the suspects behind the beating of a grocery store cashier over the weekend in the the Bronx, the head of the group Collective Action to Protect Our Stores, which represents about 5,000 small businesses, says he's putting up the cash in hopes somebody who knows something will come forward, adding too many workers like this brave cashier have been attacked and enough is enough. The incident happened at the Food Universe on East 194th in Fordham Manor. Police say two people repeatedly beat and pulled the cashier's hair before making a run for it. Has been a no word yet on a motive? Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds, and for the latest news, traffic, and weather. Tune to 1010 Winds. Visit 1010Winds.com or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. All-Star closer Kenley Jansen, we have a question: What's the best podcast of all time?